Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory, Glory to you, Lord Christ. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. She gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. The angels had left them and gone into heaven. The shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Again, Merry Christmas. It's wonderful to see you all here this evening, to hear the beautiful music and the story yet again that is familiar year after year. Just after my daughter was born this past fall, she was doing something that some babies do when they're born called grunting. 
and I won't try to model it here for you tonight. But apparently some babies are born and they need to get the air sacs in their lungs opened up. And so they, they grunt on the exhale to get the lungs to open up. And this really had the nurses worried. So Hiroko went back to the room, my wife, and I went with the baby dutifully down the hall to the infant's nursery. And for the next two hours, Mari was put under the heat lamp and every test known to medical science was run on her to figure out what the problem was. Her temperature was fine, her oxygenation was fine, they turned her over on her belly and tried that, they patted her on the back and tried that, she continued to grunt and grunt and grunt, and the head nurse came, and finally I said to the head nurse, you know, I don't remember a thing about my son's birth, which was eight years ago, but I do remember one thing, and that is, he grunted too. And she looked at me, she said, this is not normal. This is not normal. And then they did some more tests, and finally they threw up their hands and said, okay, we don't know what's up, why didn't you pick her up and hold her? And I picked her up and held her and she stopped. She stopped. I thought, wow. <laughs> 200 years of medical science versus a few million years of evolution, there you go. There you go. There you go. When baby Jesus is born in Bethlehem, Luke tells us that Mary wraps him in bands of cloth, swaddling clothes, as is rendered in some English translations, and lays him in a manger. Now, the author of Luke was writing a text that would later become to be regarded as sacred by the Christian community. And so we assume, and I think accurately, because Luke is a tremendous author and leaves no words to waste, that there was something meant by this being wrapped in bands of cloth, in swaddling clothes. But as I look at the Christian commentaries, nobody agrees what that means. Maybe it was just to reference him to the shepherds, because that's what the angel says. Look for a baby wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. The thing is, being wrapped in bands of cloth was not all that unusual. Most of the ancient world swaddled their babies in bands of cloth this way, and many parts of the world still do. So why does Luke point this out to us? Other commentators dig a little bit deeper. Luke knew scripture. Luke knew the ancient texts. And what you discover if you go into the Hebrew scriptures is that Solomon, when he's praying to God, David's son, King David's son, he mentions being swaddled as a baby, as an infant. So maybe this is a reference to Jesus' connection with the house of David and David's lineage, which Luke has emphasized all along. Fine. Another beautiful, scholarly, biblical answer. Maybe, other commentators think, maybe the swaddling is a theological symbol because there's one other time in life that the body is swaddled and that is after death. So maybe it's a reference 
or a presaging of Christ's death, of his self-offering for all of the human family and indeed all of creation. Many of you who are parents probably won't remember. In fact, there are a lot of things we parents learn not to remember about babies being born. But about 24 hours in, after the euphoria has died down, the baby's born, the parents are both flat exhausted, the baby has been fed, the diaper has been changed, and the baby will not sleep. And the mother is tired of doing what's in vogue right now, which is skin to skin. Why can't we get this baby to settle down and sleep? That happened for us just after Mari was born. And sometime around 2 in the morning, in comes the night nurse. She says, I'll show you what to do. She breaks out the blanket, and she swaddles Mari, and she immediately settles down. Midline, all the limbs. Because all babies are normally born with what's called a startle reflex, right? If they're naked or if they're cold or if there's a sudden noise, they go like this. And then they scream. The startle reflex. And if you think about being born into the world, that makes sense, right? I mean, the world is not the nicest place. It's cold. It's drafty. We lose the comforting sounds of the womb. So what better than to wrap them up just like they were in the womb and keep them there? Now my commentaries are just old enough to say, we don't swaddle people much in the West anymore. Well, guess what? It's back in vogue. It's back in vogue. Some ancient practices, it turns out, work. And swaddling is one of them. What does it mean that Mary swaddles the Messiah? God's love born in the world. Our world is always filled with contrasts, isn't it? Think about the news this past week. Think about the political news on one hand. Think about the economic news that we all continue to live with. Think about the fact that people are still unemployed and underemployed. Think about life in general and how stressful and difficult it is. And how life in so many ways outside of the gospel is a zero-sum game. There are winners and there are losers. And it seems that nobody gets ahead without somebody else falling behind. What was Washington about this week, if not that, right? Somebody, in order to get ahead, had to make sure somebody else fell behind. The zero-sum game is a cruel fact of our lives, is it not? And part of us, I think, gathers here this night in some sense of refuge from that world, looking for some alternative to that world. Yet it still haunts us and our steps. 
the author of Luke reminds us that the zero-sum game is not just a 21st century phenomenon or a 20th century phenomenon. It was a first century phenomenon. It was an ancient phenomenon. Quirinius was governor of Syria. Augustus declared that all the world should be registered. People had to get up, drop their livelihoods, and go to the towns in which they were born, Luke tells us. The world has not changed much. And for God's love to be born into that world, can't you imagine the infant's startled reflex? The shock of love being born into the world of the zero-sum game. What does it mean to swaddle that love? What does it mean for each of us in the face of the zero-sum game that the world throws at us to take the love that God has planted in each of our hearts, where God has been born in each of us, and to pick it up and to hold it, to hold it in love, to swaddle God in our hearts to shield that love for a moment from the zero-sum game with the hope that perhaps that love will grow up and maybe conquer the world that we so often fear, that we so often dwell upon and worry about in the dark hours of the night. What does it mean for each of you in your own life to swaddle God's love, precious as it is, born in you this night and every night to come? And ponder all these things in the deep places of the soul. This has been a sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing, welcoming community for those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You can reach us by phone at 415-388-1907 or visit us online at OurSaviorMV.org That's O-U-R-S-A-V-I-O-U-R M-V for Mill Valley dot O-R-G We wish you God's peace and we hope to greet you in person very soon.